Anna here. Did you know I have another podcast? And did you know it's all about failure? Well, at this point, you'd have to answer yes to both of those questions because I just told you. But my other show isn't just about failure. It's about failing your way to success. Yes, success. Because the most successful people are often just the people who've gotten up the most times after their failures. Don't believe me? Go download Fail Your Way to Success wherever you get your podcasts or go to failyourway.com for more info. Now back to the show. Your book's journey isn't over after it's been launched. Nope, it's got a whole lifetime ahead of itself. And so while I'm leading you through writing and launching a best-selling book, I'm also showing you how to make that book work for you for the rest of your career and your life. Welcome to Launch Your Book with Anna David. Hi there. Welcome to Launch Your Book with Anna David. I'm your host, Anna David. And every week I talk about one element of releasing a best-selling book or I interview somebody. And today I am talking about what do you need to know to record an audiobook. Now, first things first, do you need to record an audiobook? And the answer is no. But I will tell you, uh, it's a $1.2 billion market. And what's relevant about that is that in the time that ebooks, that audiobooks were generating $1.2 billion, ebooks made around $983 million. So audiobook sales have eclipsed ebook sales. But there are certain genres that are more popular than others when it comes to audiobooks. Uh, genres like mystery and crime, suspense, science fiction, fantasy, personal growth, career, and money. But do keep in mind that a lot of people are buying books on Audible through their memberships. So since that works on a credit system and you, it's, quote, costs the same to get a 17-hour book as it does to get a six-hour book, a lot of people are making these decisions economically and buying longer books. Now, here's what you you may not know. Anybody can do it. Before 2011, Audible had to acquire your book. And back then, only 3% of books, back when I was really desperately hoping that Party Girl would be acquired by Audible, I was told only 3% of books are acquired by Audible. What it meant, if they, what it still means if they acquire it, is they set you up with a booth and an engineer, they handle the cover, they handle the uploading. Um, but they opened Audiobook Creation Exchange, or ACX for short, in 2011, and that changed the game. That meant that anybody could upload their book and sell it on Audible, provided it met certain requirements. Now, uh, there's a lot of controversy and problems with ACX. Um, Just it doesn't have nearly the customer service that Audible has. And I will tell you, when we were having trouble uh, with getting a book approved on ACX, we had contacts. I had friends at Audible and they basically said we're totally separate company, even though uh, the books sell on the same website. Uh, But over 100,000 authors have uploaded uh, to ACX since 2011. Now, it ain't as glamorous as you may think. You are stuck in a booth for hours upon hours, and I highly recommend breaking it up so you give your voice time to rest. I say spread it over a week if possible. Now, 
Um, I didn't. I, I have recorded several books and several Kindle singles, and um, every time I'm surprised by how much it takes out of me. But you really may want to consider getting a narrator, and there are serious pros and cons to to getting a narrator versus doing it yourself. Now, many nonfiction authors want to narrate their own books because you know they're so close to the material, and many listeners want to hear them read because they want to get inside an author's head. And it's the ultimate connection. You're with your reader when they walk, when they drive, when they clean. But some authors are just not made for reading. And I will not say who, but there is a book I listened to uh, written by a woman I have tremendous respect for. And I never respected her again after attempting to listen to her audiobook because I hated her voice. Um, So if you have zero auditory or entertainment experience, you may not be the best bet. So be honest with yourself and certainly don't trick yourself into thinking this is a glamorous fun thing because it's not. Now, if you have a podcast, you definitely should read because people know and hopefully love your voice. Now, ACX offers the option to hire narrators and even split profits with them so you don't have to pay them up front. Um, there are also programs that are in beta that will allow anyone to create a digital voice double. But I mean, I don't want to listen to an automaton read a book. But I mean, I'm guessing this will become increasingly more popular. Now, you need a quiet, sound-friendly place to record it. A sound studio like the one I'm sitting in right now in my house is best. But if you just record in your room with your iPhone, it will get kicked back. Audible has very stringent requirements. I have a link in the show notes uh, that explain what they are. And they will not approve books that don't meet those requirements. But the worst part of all is they can take months to get to a book. And then if you need to fix something, you have to resubmit it, which means it takes months to get them approved. So you really, really, really don't you really want to get it right the first time because you can miss your intended release dates. We once waited six months for them to approve one of our books, and you don't know how long it's going to take. I had assumed with Make Your Mess Your Memoir that it was never going to get approved on time because that was my experience with ACX, and then it was approved, and it actually was approved during my launch week, so I couldn't plan for that. Um, So to make sure you don't cause yourself unnecessary anxiety, I suggest not obsessing over whether or not the audiobook version will be available during your launch. Um, Just assume, hey, if it's not ready, it's not meant to be, and I get to celebrate and have a second launch when it is available um, as an audiobook. Now, it takes practice. I will tell you when I recorded Make Your Mess Your Memoir, um, it turned out that we had the levels wrong. So after recording the entire book, I discovered that I had recorded it in the wrong levels, and so I had to do it again. And guess what? I was much better the second time. Now, that isn't to say you need to read through your book one full time before recording, but practice is going to make it better. Now, if you can get somebody, an engineer, to work with you who is also, say, kind of a director you're going to be better off. You want someone who will be sitting with you while you're recording and tell you, hey, you didn't sound very enthusiastic or you could do better. Um, Ideally, this person has read the book ahead of time and is familiar with the material, but you can totally improvise. I had my boyfriend um, sit with me and he just noted whenever I made a mistake, noted, uh, you know, what this the time stamp was and what the words were. And then you type that list up at the end and you give it to your editor. So 
your editor is going, it could be your engineer or it could be somebody else, but this is someone who's going to listen to the entire recording, compare it to the text and note when phrases are unclear or needs to need to be redone and then give you the lines to re-record and then splice those corrections in. After the book is edited, it needs to be mastered and possibly your editor can do that or someone else. You also need a different cover than the print or ebook. It can it, it's just a square version of the cover. So that's probably not a very complicated thing. Your cover designer will probably do it for a very, you know, not a lot of money. Um but here's a big decision. You need to decide if you're doing Audible exclusively or you want your book available through other retailers. Now, to clarify, Audible means Audible, Amazon, and Apple. Um, And Audible is responsible for about half of audiobook downloads. That's actually surprising. I think that a lot of people assume uh, most people are getting their audiobooks from Audible, and, and they're not. Now, there are pros and cons to going exclusively with Audible or ACX. They make it a non-exclusive contract. So your royalties, if you are exclusively with them, are 40%. It goes down to 25% if you are not exclusively with them. And it's a seven-year contract. However, you can change it to non-exclusive after one year. I did that with Party Girl because I wanted to try... Um, another option. And I tried Find Away Voices, which is a which gets a, a lot of buzz. And I and I wanted to know what that was like. Find a, Find Away Voices distributes to all these other Audible platforms. Um, and so, you know, Kobo, Google Play, libraries, all the things. The reason I was really interested is that they also have a deal uh, with Chirp, which is the audio version of BookBub, which is basically uh, one of these promotional sites that can make or break a deal um, because they have just got gobs of subscribers. And if they promote your book or your audiobook, um, it can make a huge impact on sales. Um, so I did try that. I did try Find Away Voices. I did not have a good experience. Everything went wrong. Um, the main thing that went wrong is that they listed my book because of a mistake they ma- made. Party Girl was listed on Audible twice. And it was a problem because like the the second version had one one star review, whereas the real version had a bunch of really lovely reviews. And it was just they just I think they're newer and um, they're they're not. Um, I, I didn't have a good experience. So um it, but but you get a higher royalty if you do it through Findaway Voices, forty five percent. Now, if you don't own, so so okay, I, you know I talked about how Audible ACX can really be a nightmare with approving. Findaway Voices is much better. They will automatically fix the issue, so there isn't this endless wait and this bureaucracy and this red tape. Of course, that means sometimes the quality usually isn't as high or it cannot be as high, which can affect ratings. But if the author doesn't mind lower quality, it does mean the book can get published quicker. Here's a major pro to doing it exclusively with Audible. They have a bounty program, which means you through an exclusive, you promote an exclusive link and you can get 
up to $75 each time somebody clicks on that link for your book is not an Audible subscriber and becomes an Audible subscriber because of that link. That is a lot of money. However, most people who are Audible, uh, you know, target audience are already subscribers. So you don't get that bounty referral program if you are not exclusively on ACX. One thing that I really did enjoy about being exclusive with ACX is they give you promo codes, which means you get 10 codes um, that you that are free. So you get to promote, you can say to your audience, hey, I'm going to give away 10 free audiobooks, uh, but please, if I if I give it to you, please review it, please promote it, whatever. And then once you have 100 sales, you can then request more. Um, and But there was a big controversy over, uh, you know, all things Amazon related, but particularly ACX and Audible because... Um, if you return a book, if a, if a listener returns a book, um, it was affecting what author's royalties were. And also the fact that they were so slow was upsetting people. And they claimed that um, it was pandemic related and they got bogged down and that they're much better now. But that is my overview of doing an audio book. If you would like the show notes with links to all of these things, just go to launchpadpub.com slash blog slash audio, and I will see you next time. Thanks for joining me this week on Launch Your Book with Anna David. For more info about the show, go to launchyourbookpod.com, where you can get show notes and so much more. If you got anything out of this episode, I can't tell you how much I would appreciate a review. And don't forget, my company, Launchpad Publishing, is here to help you at any stage in your writing and publishing journey. Just go to launchpadpub.com for more and be sure to tune in next week for next week's episode.